Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Facig. This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works. It's a locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. They make it easy for people to have the nutrition they need when they need it. They deliver weekly menus of heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items for those of you counting macros, as well as a variety of side items that can be added to your order. Their meals feature 100% grass-fed, all-natural and hormone-free chicken, beef, and pork. They have pickup locations all over the place to make it easy for you to pick up your meals, and they also have delivery options around Nashville area for a small fee. Paleo Works wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. This podcast is brought to you by NutriShop Franklin. Go on by NutriShop Franklin for all your personal needs. You need supplements? They got it. You need your protein? They got it. You need a pick-me-up? You need a drink of bang? They got it. So go check them out in Franklin in the Cool Springs area. When you stop in and you see Kyle, say, hey, Jacob said you got some good stuff here. I'll tell you, you won't be disappointed because they have unrivaled customer service. So go check them out and tell them you heard about them and the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Go check out the uh, website at barbell-voodoo.com for all your awesome apparel needs. And also check out Barbell Voodoo Private Label. We just want to be a part of anything you're doing and anything you need printed. That's the place to have it done. In the meantime, enjoy the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Today, uh, we are joined together with uh, Katie Sundstrom, and uh, she is the operations manager for CrossFit Nolensville and 615 Throwdowns, and so we're going to hear about all those things um, here in a few minutes, I'm sure, but uh, welcome to the show, Katie. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, glad we could carve out some time. I know that you are very, very busy, um, and so I appreciate you, uh, you know, having some time to be chatting with us for a little bit but if you can so you you've been around crossfit for for at least uh, you know 18 months and um and been doing it for a long time i'm just joking <laughs> uh, <laughs> um and so you know you've competed you've done all the all the things so but but where did all this kind of stem from like if you want to take me back in your story where where did this kind of love for fitness or, you know, life change or whatever that your uh, kind of driving force is kind of start? Well, um, I have two children, a 10 and eight year old. And um, after I had my second baby, I was about two years out after having him and just wasn't happy with my physical condition and where I was at and needed something to kind of get me going again and get me motivated. I played volleyball in college. Um, sport athlete in high school so I've always been super active and just needed something to kind of like get me back into the the groove of things so I um, started with Orange Theory um, I really liked it I did it for about nine months um, got really leaned out and in really good cardio shape because they make you run a lot and so then um, <laughs> so much cardio and then uh, my husband uh, started CrossFit and was like you need to come check this out. You're really going to like it. So where so, did you um, start doing that? At Brentwood Hills, now Trivium. Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. formerly known as Brentwood Hills. Um, yes. 
Yes, when we were over at the baby box over next to Target, where it was oh, the, the, the tiny the tiny little space. Yes. Yeah. So you um, <laughs> where eight people was a full class. <laughs> That's right. So you, um, <laughs> where did you go to college? Where did you play volleyball? I went to Belmont. I played volleyball at Belmont. Oh, cool. My husband played baseball there, and I guess tight pants club. We all like to yeah. hang out together, and uh, that's where we met and um, been together ever since. That's awesome. I have a uh, yeah. young volleyball player um, right now. In my oh, house. she's 13. I think volleyball is like the best sport ever. I think it's so great. She really loves it. I wish uh, she would become passionate enough to work harder at it, but uh, she does really enjoy it. But Yeah, um, it's a fun sport. So you tried out your first uh, CrossFit experience at um, Trivium, formerly known as Bremont Hills. And so yeah. what was that like, that first experience there? I mean, I was hooked from the get-go. Um, I'm a very competitive person, and um, the whiteboard, it was like a little bit of an obsession of mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, as anybody that's been doing CrossFit for a while, there's a couple of things, you know, like double-unders, pull-ups, toes-to-bar that you just, like, get so amped when you finally figure out how to do those things. Mm -hmm. And um, little by little, game skill over time, uh I would definitely say my specialty is I like to lift heavy stuff. So that was my favorite part initially when I started doing CrossFit was, was the barbell. Um, atypical female, I guess, but I love barbell work. And um, it just it just grew from there. Um, I started, you know, three or four days a week and continued on to I just couldn't be away from the gym. So it's a little addiction in a way. <laughs> well, um, so you um you started there and, and you also i noticed um have a what is it a certification with the usa weightlifting is that what it's called um yes yeah yes so you're obsessed i actually got my us <laughs> yes i actually i actually got my usaw level one certificate before i got my l1 okay. um because i just really wanted to learn more about especially snatching and clean and jerks were just mm. like they're very complex and it's also very hard to uh, teach people those movements because those aren't movements that people are familiar with. Most people that have grown up in a competitive environment have seen, you know, burpees before and they've seen pull-ups before and they've seen back squats before, but cleans and jerks and snatches, that's kind of new to a majority of people. So oh, yeah. uh, it's hard, it's hard to teach people that because it's just such a foreign movement. And so I wanted to further my education. And I also went, you know, selfishly to improve my own personal lift to see because they do a lot of coaching of your um, movement during the class, um, which is really cool. So that it helped me not only personally, but to be able to give more to my athletes at the gym yeah of course of course so at, so you you started crossfit and you did that for however long and whatever and and then why did you switch over to wanting to be a part of the like leadership so to speak you know like coaching and moving from there like what how did that transition take place and and, and why <laughs> Well, I was in the corporate world for however many years, and um, I just found myself using the gym as more and more of a stress relief outlet and growing more and more passionate about my own fitness and encouraging other people, especially females, um, on their fitness journey because, you know, I've been 
having children and getting back into better shape, I, I've been there through a lot of those stages as well as a lot of our other athletes. And I just found myself more and more drawn to wanting to coach and help people and um, be involved in that gym environment because the community is just so rewarding. Like it's yeah. like unlike anything else you've ever been a part of to be a part of a CrossFit gym. Mm-hmm. Um, so I quit my full-time job and told my husband that I wanted to be a trainer and he was like, okay, um, that's a total life change. And I was like, yeah, why not? You know? So, um, I did it and I've been doing it for a little over two and a half years now and just really enjoy it. So you, you, you quit and then pursued it. There was no, yep. no transition. You just, you just ripped the bandaid off. Yep. I just, I just went for it. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Man. Just, just the fact that, I mean, just the sheer power and strength within that is pretty, pretty inspiring. Um, so just like, oh, it's going to work out. Like it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to work out. I mean, it, I mean, my corporate job definitely helped me um, transition easier. You know, a lot of, I was in a management position and we did a lot of sourcing and event organizing and which has helped me a lot with helping Sean organize these competitions. Um, so, you know, my background definitely helped. And then, yeah, just furthering my education, but, you know, I took a, a CrossFit gymnastics course, got my L1 and taken some other minor courses over mm-hmm. time just to kind of improve my knowledge in different aspects of, of CrossFit. And I, cool. I just love it. When did you yeah. do the gymnastics course? Um, it was about 18 months ago over at OPEX. Oh, okay. Um, so my partner at, at CrossFit Donaldson um, is a part of the He was there. That. Yeah, Spencer. Yeah, um, he was one of the, yeah, he was one of the main um, coaches that, for yeah, that. Yeah, he, he helps out and he's a, he's a guy that's fallen in love with gymnastics and, and wishes that it was something he did as a kid, but yeah, he, uh, he has it looks like it comes natural that. to him. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of sickening, honestly, to watch. Yes, and, it uh, really is. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. You're like, that's just not fair. <laughs> yeah, he he's truly one of the, one of the greatest coaches that I, I've seen in CrossFit. Uh, mm-hmm. I try to remind him of that every now and then, but because uh, he, he doesn't. Yeah, he, he, he looks at it from a different perspective, you can tell. Like, he 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 thinks through things different than most people, which mm-hmm. is really cool. You can mm-hmm. see the, you can see his brain churning. <laughs> Absolutely. Sure can. Yeah. So that's really cool. Um, so you, 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 you know, you obviously learn and learn more as you go. And then how did you get hooked up with, uh, like CrossFit in Owensville? Like how, how did all that transition take? How'd... We moved, um, from Brentwood. We were in Brentwood for about, three or four years and um I decided that I wanted more land um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because where where we were in Brentwood was on a pretty like really close to a busy street and I wanted to be able to like kick my kids outside to play and not worry about them getting hit or snatched or anything like that sure, so sure. um I told my husband I wanted to get a couple acres and we found a house in Nolansville on five acres and just decided to go for it so um, for a while, I kept commuting the Trivium a half hour at 4.30 in the morning every day. got a little old. 
yeah. especially I think my, my final straw was when I got pulled over and got a speeding ticket on the way to the gym at four at four thirty in the morning and I just was like, you know what? This that is a had sign. To be in Owensville. Did that happen in Owensville? <laughs> it was. I you know it. it, right in that, that thirty mile per hour section. Freaking they're just waiting jokers. for you. Yeah, they just sit there. I mean they yeah, they just sit there. Um, they did it this morning. I was on my way to the gym this morning to coach at 5 a.m. And uh-huh. in my rearview mirror, I see somebody getting pulled over at 4.30 in the morning. You're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, man, shift fix and change. Let me get a few more tickets in. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So you you must be way out there. 30 minutes to Trivium. You're you're a good piece into Nolansville then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. We're we're past downtown a little further out. Um, yeah. It just, I mean, it just to be got for, to be a uh, little bit acres at this point (laughs) yeah and you know how it is like community means everything in crossfit and Mm -hmm. like the people that you're in classes with you like build such strong friendships and you know suffering friendships with and (laughs) it was really it was really hard to leave that group of people but um i'm so glad that you know i found nolensville and developed a new community within all the people there and um you know Mm-hmm. We're we're thrilled to be in Nolansville, and both my husband and I work out there and have lots of friends throughout throughout the gym there. So we really enjoy it. Yeah, I I meet people all the time because they're wearing CrossFit Nolansville shirts. Um, even newer people that have moved close to my neighborhood where I live, um, were walking. I noticed his shoes, and I was like, "Oh, do you CrossFit?" <laughs> like, yeah, I go over to CrossFit Nolansville. I was like, "Oh, very cool." Um, yeah sean's built a really good community of people there um his programming is constantly challenging all of us which is awesome and um i I really i really enjoyed being there for sure that's really cool i uh still haven't come by i gotta come by and work out sometime um yes please do please do anytime right down the street it's a lot closer than my gym um (laughs) but yeah the uh the, it's a it's a cool place. I've driven past it quite a few times, um, just to just windows kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's a good location, right right in the middle of everything. All the action. Yeah, well, we're in the middle of uh, starting the process of building a new building. Um, I've heard about right that. Right off, yeah. off Haley Industrial, so it's going to be a really sweet space. Everything's a little bit behind because of COVID, but things are starting to roll a little bit faster. So hopefully by the end of the year. We'll be yeah. in our new spot. Oh, that's cool. So off where's yeah. industrial? Where like what's that close to in, in the Lonsville area? Um the blue the bluebell creamery. Um oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a down that road. Something right there. Yeah. And where the new hockey rink is going. Oh wow. I didn't I didn't know about yeah. that. I'm so clueless of what's going They're on. They're getting rid of the indoor soccer facility and they are changing it into a hockey rink in Nolansville. That's a that's a significant change in in the yes. world right there. That's a yes. That's pretty big. Well, that's very cool. That'll be a fun little sportsplex. Then, um, excellent training opportunities for growth. It sounds like yes, for sure. We have a couple of hockey players and a couple of wrestlers that train with us um, already. The team program's really getting amped up. So that's super exciting to see the future of CrossFit and the future of high school sports. Just really focusing on their strength and conditioning efforts mm-hmm. to be better athletes. It's really cool. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. So when you, when you felt that moving from like athlete to coach, like how, how did you do that? Did you go and talk to the coach that, at, that was coaching you or like, how, how did you connect with the gym to be able to 
you know, come on staff and grow and, and do all that? Like, how did that transition happen? Well, I just told Sean that I just wanted to be more involved. I mean, I, I do have coaching experience. I coached club volleyball for mm -hmm. um, eight years after I got out of uh, college um, and really found that I missed that, but that was a hard schedule to keep with my kids. Oh, um, yeah. But but I, I knew I wanted to give more to the gym and had a passion for, again, it, a little bit selfish, like getting my L1 was about helping to improve my own skills as much as it is to help teach other people. But I just wanted to be a bigger part and felt like I had some things to offer, especially the female community. And, mm -hmm. um, and so he encouraged me to get my L1 and I did. And, you know, I'm in the constant rotation of coaching and really enjoy it and constantly learning, you know, how to communicate with different types of people. Some people learn, you know, in different ways of, than others and mm -hmm. um it just takes time to obviously get better at all that just rep after rep just like if you're an athlete same thing with a coach like it just takes time to oh, really get into yeah. your own groove but um yeah so i just i asked sean if i could be a bigger part and he said sure let's let's give it a go so <laughs> that's really cool here yeah <laughs> yeah i i really like um so far, we're, we're starting to identify people that we want to invest in, in terms of like moving forward as a gym. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And we, we were looking at, at someone, and then all of a sudden, someone else popped up, kind of like what you're saying and said, Hey, uh, this weekend, I'm going to get my L1. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind, to, you know, be a better part of it. I was like, this is awesome. This is what we've been kind of looking for. Yeah. Um, yeah so that's a really cool thing um i know when that when that happens um and it's really making that transition from athlete to coach is a little tough though you know because like you've you've built this like friendship rapport with people uh -huh, and then uh -huh. all of a sudden you have to like be the voice of authority and it's kind of like how's that gonna go you know oh, sure yeah yeah it and and it I don't know about you, but it also takes a little bit of a toll on, I feel like every stage in moving towards, you know, kind of, I don't know how to say it, but like higher up, I guess, in, in, in the industry or whatever, um, like it takes a little bit of a toll, at least on your own schedule until you figure that out as well. Like all of a sudden, like you're coaching yeah. your workout times um, and you yeah. go, oh, wait a minute, that this isn't going to work. So I got to figure out something yeah. else. Um, and yeah. then, you know, you keep transitioning into a different role and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait a minute, now I'm doing more and I don't, I don't have time to work out again. And then I figure that out. Right. That's now, definitely been a huge challenge. Um, uh -huh. like, when am I going to get my workout times in? Because I definitely want to be a coach that practices what they preach and <laughs> right. I do the workouts, I do the workouts that they do. And everyone always asks me like, have you done this yet? Have you done it? Like any insider tips and so I mean I definitely uh you know have a hard time juggling that schedule sometimes of when do I get my work in and I I'm I don't like training alone I'm I've been an athlete for a very long time but I am much better in a group environment I'm not motivated when I look at my home gym I'm like meh I've touched it maybe five times in the past year um yeah I I, I have to have a buddy <laughs> right. Yeah. I, uh, I had to end up getting a buddy to come work out with me during a lot of the COVID time. 
in my garage. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just need somebody to show up. Like, I don't, I don't care what. Right. We do. I want. I don't even care if we just do all your favorite things. Like, just, right. <laughs> just please show up and help me. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I find that if I go to the gym, then I can work out by myself. But like going downstairs into my own gym, <laughs> it's yeah. a completely different deal. <laughs> yeah. I definitely don't push it as hard when I'm by myself. That's for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. If that, <laughs> if that little voice starts saying, "Just quit, man. No one's here," it all of a sudden uh-huh. makes a lot more sense when no one's there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a 25-minute time cap, not just 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give myself yeah. some extra time. <laughs> totally should have been. Um, so, so you you gotten, you know, you're. You're all CrossFit Nolensville, but then all you have these competition series that that are happening, I guess, right? Or, um, yes. or competition days, I guess, maybe. Um, yes. Called the the six one five. The Sean. Yes. Yep. Six one five throwdown, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sorry, I was cut out for a second. Yeah. So tell me about that. How did um, did Sean kind of start that and you help, or did you guys kind of dream that year together? Or now, Sean um, has been putting on competitions for years. I actually um, competed in one of them before I came to Nolansville, and then um, competed in the last one at the brewery my first year at Nolansville, mm-hmm. um, and just was like, man, this is a fun competition at a brewery. Like, what a great combination! And so. Um, after I was on board for about a year, um, Sean was like, I'm ready to get back into the competition space and uh, put together the 615 throwdown and um, was the mastermind behind how we wanted to lay that all out and asked me to kind of help with, you know, the operation side of things. So he handles the majority of definitely all the programming uh, of the workouts because uh, that's not my realm. I'm not really good at that. Um, and uh, all the setup of the equipment and all the different things. Um, and then I kind of help with, you know, the back end stuff, like the athlete organization, the sponsors, um, you know, that, that sort of thing. Right, right. So we decided um, we wanted to do at least two per year. Um, last year with COVID, we obviously had some struggles with delays on, on being able to throw these off, but um, had a huge success. Uh, at the one in Nolansville Sports Arena, had about 160 athletes, and then had the second one in December um, at the Franklin Sports Arena, and uh, almost doubled the number of athletes, which was really exciting. Um, people love doing team comps. I do too. <laughs> I'd much rather do team competitions than individual. Um, um, so we did a mix of huge void um, when. Mm-hmm. Um, OPEX stopped uh, doing their. Uh, yes. How can you remember the name of it? I just totally lost it. I've, two to Tango. Yeah, two to Tango. I've competed in it like so many times, and I, it yeah. just totally left me. I was like, somebody needs to have a competition. Like I remember walking out of the last one, and I was like, somebody needs to like carry this on. Um, mm-hmm. And and I was, I think I even called maybe Roy on the way home. I was like, hey, barbell voodoo. Like, what if we just like had this thing? <laughs> yeah. Of course, all of us have way yeah. do not have the bandwidth to do any of that. Um, so that's really cool. yeah. You guys pick that up. And- yeah, Dennis and Tara. Dennis and Tara put on some great competitions. They mm-hmm. always were very well run, always on schedule. You could tell everything was thought out. 
planned so efficiently, great workouts. Um, great they kind of changed staff. their model. Yes, yes, great staff. Yeah. Yes. So they kind of changed their model a little bit. And um, and like I said, Sean had been putting on competitions uh, for years and mm-hmm. this is ready to get back into that space. And um, yeah, it's just, it's growing bigger and bigger. And um, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of hard work, but it's a lot of fun. So our next one is in June at Oakland High School in Murfreesboro on June 5th. It's teams of three, uh, same sex. Um, we have RX with some big cash prizes, intermediate, uh, scaled, and then we're also doing masters, 35 to 44, and then 45 plus. And then for the first time, we're offering a team division, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have two events outdoors on the track area and two events inside. Um, Oakland's an awesome facility. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're, we're really excited about it. Yeah. What's the date again? June what? June 5th. 5th. Cool. Mm-hmm. So is it, is it yeah, all? Yeah, Voodoo is one of our big sponsors, so they're <laughs> going to be them. there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so does... Um, does it travel around? Is that going to be the the norm of this? Like it's just going to go to different areas every time, or? So we keep getting bigger and bigger, and finding a space that's big uh, enough to house all these athletes. So we started in Nolansville; it was a little tight. Went mm-hmm. to Franklin when we got bigger. Um, if it wouldn't have been as cold outside, it would have been good. I mean, it still was good. The floor setup was perfect. It just like when you get a lot of extra spectators and crowd, you know, um, it, the place fills up quicker than you than you think so oakland um has a great indoor space outdoor space and then a great field area for everyone to set up their tents all the vendors to be out there um there's just a lot there's a lot more space and then the next one's going to be in november and that one is at the lebanon fairground so it's a forty thousand square foot convention center so that one's going to be big yeah i've been been out there yeah that's that's plenty of space yes plenty of space in November, very cool. And, yes, um, November. Do you know anything about that one? Is that one going to be partners or? We're going to go back to teams of four and individual. Oh, individual and four. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's uh, two male, two female, so teams of four, and then individuals. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it'll follow the same models we did in December. Okay. Yeah, those teams before are fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and you know it's it's just different. Like it's you know a real team competition as opposed to you know mm-hmm. getting getting a few people together. Like you know I feel like with three you could kind of get your buddies together or whatever. Like team of four, yes. I feel like knocks it up in terms of uh, working together, being an actual team, and having to actually like train together. Like I I don't know why yes. that that makes a huge difference, but I feel like it does. It definitely takes some strategy and some practice. To, those transitions are so key. Mm-hmm. And um, strength and weakness balances amongst your teammates. Uh, I don't know. It's just a lot of fun. It just takes it to a different level. And it's very, you know, CrossFit games like the uh-huh. teams is for, you know. Yeah. So we're excited about it. It's just fun to see these people back out on the competition floor. As you know, it was a long year of... Mm-hmm you know kind of keeping to our own and nothing gets you like 
amped up like a competition. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Or just even attending one, you know, not even necessarily being mm-hmm. just, to, just to be in that environment again. Um, is is definitely something that's been a void um, for sure over the last bit. It'll be great. It'll be great to be back in. All right. Well, um, so what else is going on next for you? Um, anything anything new on the horizon that that we uh, can be a part of besides six one five throwdowns? Are you gonna start a volleyball clinic here in Nolensville that I can send my daughter? Uh, I mean, I'm, I, just, that was just an idea. I don't know if you, you've ever. <laughs> there you go i would love to get back into volleyball again eventually but you know you have at some point i have to say i've just got too much on my plate and I, just, I you know do what you, what you have do what did you have going on well yeah, <laughs> instead of spreading yeah. yourself too thin well it's funny we're i mean like- there's just during uh, like so you know everything has adapted over the last year you know for the most part things yeah. that are worth doing have adapted over time and um so her team at school could not play volleyball this this year they played in the fall um and so the, all the coaches in nashville put together a sand volleyball team um unofficial school teams um, that played in the season and then she went and played like with alliance uh, you know in in franklin or whatever um and then we realized she wanted to play in the winter and we we're like oh no we didn't sign her up for something and so we're playing in a rec league um and okay. after after playing for so long <laughs> like in other other things it's uh it's been a challenge to to watch um for for sure you know, at, at the rec league level um so we look forward to things getting back to uh regular teams of competition again for for her uh, that are a lot more exciting to watch um, yeah with all that so if you ever you know just you know a little little know, feather feather in your hair or something like that in there an expression uh you know ever ever need some, some volleyball itch just you know let me know i'm sure there's there's tons of girls that would love to play <laughs> Well, I will definitely keep that in mind for sure. Yeah, you know, when, we, when we space added a, time opens. <laughs> training class at the gym of like middle schoolers. So that's been fun, like, you know, learning how to keep them involved in CrossFit um, and excited about working out when they really probably would rather just be home playing video games. Oh, sure. So how do you, when you do kids classes like that, like uh, middle school or, or high school kind of kids classes, um, do you, are they the same time as like they're an hour long or are they a little shorter? Or We have our uh, middle school classes 45 minutes and that's okay. just like right after school. Um, it's been a challenge learning how to program for them uh, Mm-hmm. because they get very distracted if you do anything too long so and then you want it to be like kind of fun at the same time as work sure. yeah. so um it's been it's been you know a new challenge to try to figure out the ways to keep them involved and still like get the point across of we're trying to improve your cardio capacity we're trying to improve your strength teach you some mm-hmm. movements make you move well um to prepare you for you know, potentially high school sports and other sport opportunities. So um, it's been fun. Overall, they're a really good group of kids and um, they're open to learning. Um, 
you know, the, the dynamic of kids is just changed a lot over time, but we don't need to go there. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. Absolutely. Um, so do you guys program, like you guys kind of come up with that on your own, like you're programming for that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've, uh, we do, um, we've had, um, brand X on here before and, um, okay. they, and which I guess was, used to be CrossFit kids kind of thing. Um, and so it's, it's a very, it's just a neat program and rewarding program. Um, just overall having, having a teen program, um, even kids CrossFit kind of, kind of program with younger kids. I, I just think it's a fantastic win-win kind of like, let's get the kids moving right from the beginning. Um, it's invaluable. Exactly. I mean, I tell, we have a really, uh, young girl that just starts, not really young, she's 13, but, um, who's decided that she wants to take her training to the next level. And I think it's so great Mm. to be able to mold her at the age that she is now versus me. You know, I'm almost 40 years old and teaching me new things is really hard. (laughs) (laughs) Getting me to like change my technique is like really hard, but like she's decided to make the commitment to get it right now. Um, And moving well will help her obviously throughout her entire athletic career. Um, I think it's really great that she found it at a young age. I wish I would have found CrossFit earlier in life for sure. Yeah. I, I remember when I was a kid, um, that cross training, um, was a, a, it was a new thing, um, Mm -hmm. which, you know, is not CrossFit, but it was, it feels like it was a beginning thought process in, in, in that, um, obviously it came about differently and, and incorporated more barbell and gymnastics and the things we all love now. Um, but I right. remember that transition taking place of being like, okay, let's, let's not just work on developing, you know, throwing if you're a pitcher or, you know, things like that. We got to, we got to train more, more, um, comprehensively, um, our athletes. The, um, we had a couple of kids on that were graduating last year and going on to play college sports. Um, on the podcast and they were talking about how invaluable that change was like you're talking about that 13 year old who who said you know I want to be you know here when I'm in high school like one of the girls that was a soccer player was saying she saw somebody uh maybe I want to say it was Vanderbilt or Belmont one of those schools they they were doing like a uh like a training week or whatever that she signed up for and she saw this girl who was playing keeper and said oh my gosh like I want to be able to move and play like her um, when I get older. And so she like tracked her down, you know, when she came off the field and said, Hey, what, what would it take for me to be, you know, like you when I, you know, get, get to be your age. And she says, you know, you got to start training. You start, you know, you got to do more than running, you know, with, with and, and yeah. start taking that seriously. And it flipped a switch in her and uh, she started doing CrossFit basically um, from that point on. And, got a great scholarship playing soccer um going going into college and so yeah that's awesome well i mean sean wrestled all throughout high school and college and so he had a really good relationship with the wrestling Mm. coach in nolensville and so uh two summers ago we started training all the wrestlers and they would come in three days a week in the mornings early and you know do a variety of weight training you know cardio Mm -hmm. plyo you know just to really you know accessorize their wrestling training with weight training and strength training 
and it's it was it's been really cool over the past couple of years to see the group of them coming back and how much they've improved and how stronger they are and how like their training has actually helped you know a couple of them get scholarships and and they have like it's a passion and excitement for it that's just like so cool to watch you know yeah. like yeah they just they get so excited <laughs> like there's one kid that comes in and he trains, you know, an hour before class or an hour after, and he has spent like hours and hours and hours trying to get a bar muscle up. And like <laughs> he just like coach, coach Katie, coach Katie, I finally got it, I finally got it. Watch me, watch me. And then he like showed me one, and he was like this smile on his face, like that is why you coach. Yeah, like, oh, that yeah. is what makes it all worthwhile. You don't you don't coach CrossFit to be a millionaire because like. That's just not the way it rolls. Yeah. <laughs> you do it for like for those moments. And and what was also really cool, I know a lot of people complained about the open and having those having pull ups and scaled and and so many of our athletes felt defeated when they saw that. Mm. They just were like, mm. Man, why'd you make me why'd you make me sign up for this? You know I can't do pull ups. I'm like, Well, I didn't know that he was gonna make you do pull ups, number yeah. one. And, but number two, like, let's just try. Okay. Let's just, you know, you, you don't, you never know till you try. And right. like the number of people that got their first pull up or their first chest bar or their first toe bar, like that's what it's worth. That's what mm-hmm. it's all about. Mm-hmm. Like, and just to be able to see that changeover in people and that new found confidence they have once they did it once, like maybe I can do it again and again and again, like mm-hmm. that's just so awesome. Well, <laughs> so and, awesome. and that's a topic that, I've talked in excess about over the last few years is the change in scaling and and the the upward change in scaling um, and how we're distancing ourselves and redefining that. Um, Yeah. And I, you know, I've talked about it till I was blue in the face. I I go back and forth all the time in terms of whether that's fair or not. Um, Mm -hmm. As, as a large human who has competed and been larger and smaller throughout my life of CrossFit, um, (laughs) like I, I go, okay, as a beginner CrossFit, that really sucks. And like, that's right. A little unfair. Um, Yeah. But I also can like understand the competitive side of it that, that RX is also moving. You know, RX doesn't stay the same. It continues to get harder. And so right. forces scaling to get harder. Um, and so like, I got, it was probably a couple of years ago. I was like, there needs to go ahead and be a, a, a something different within that, you know, and, and you saw it, a little, I guess a little bit, like there's that intermediate or garage, you know, like there's, there's kind of like a, yeah. a three tiered system that needed to be developed along the way that just kind of helps build the beginners get the taste of competition and pushing themselves so that they can, when it comes down, just like you said, you know, get their first pull up or, or whatever, you know, whatever that next thing is. Like for me, my big changeover was the rope climb. Like that, oh, yeah. was, that was my defining moment of being like, holy shit, like that really could happen. <laughs> like, I didn't yeah. believe anybody, but it can really happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I don't know, yeah. but you know, that's just, that's, that's my soapbox that I often stand on uh, j- just being like that. I want to be more inclusive, you know, and try to try to grow this sport a little bit bigger and 
but I don't really have any dogs in that in that fight. So like, <laughs> yeah. well, I thought I was like, this was my year. Like last year, I did so well in the open, and like this year, I was like super psyched. I was like, I've been training really hard. I'm ready for this. Like I'm gonna do it. I got it. And then they announced that first workout, and I was like, that was really rude. That was just rude. <laughs> tall people, tall people are not good at wall walks. Like that was just really, really rude. And I had my worst finish in the open since I yeah. have considered myself an RX athlete. I had my worst finish in that workout. And yeah. like that just like set over for like two days. Like I don't talk to me, like literally. <laughs> People would like be like, Katie, it's fine, it's fine. And I was like, no, you don't realize that literally ruined my chances of qualifying. They're like, Katie, it's not that big of a deal. I'm like, well, maybe to you it's not, yeah. but to me it is. Like, to that was just not. like a really hard pill for me to swallow. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was yeah. screaming at my judge. I was so angry. I didn't mean to. I wasn't mad at her. I was just mad. And then I had to come back two days later and just be like, all right, this is about mental toughness right now. Mm. Like, figure out a way to get over this and move forward and you know, like it's not the end of the world and just try to be a little bit more positive about it and see what you can do. <laughs> sure. Um, did, a, did a little bit better. I mean, but anyways, I, my next step, I guess, like I qualified for the masters. So I'm going to be in that, that those workouts that are going to be announced next week and <laughs> give it my best shot. And see, what, just see what I can do. Process that whole thing. <laughs> I feel like it's still pretty I, yeah, I was sitting with my phone and I was like, refresh, 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 refresh. Did I make it? Did I make it? Did I make it? <laughs> I felt like I was that kid, like not picked for the, the team in high school again or something. Oh man, that's incredible. Well, congratulations on that though. That's, that's well, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, there, that first workout, there were a lot of people that had to come apart because of that one. And uh, I, uh, I saw, I saw the beauty in it and the programming, but uh but yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a tough bit um, for sure. Well, awesome. So we're going to watch you during uh, during the Masters qualifying, right? In, yeah. Next week. Yeah. And, uh, see how you do. Um, I guess by the time maybe this comes out, I guess that might be over. We might know. So uh, everybody will have to We check. might know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. It's a long shot, but I'm still going to give it my best go. <laughs> awesome. Well, where can people kind of connect with you um, outside of this podcast? Um, I mean, I'm on Instagram at K-A-Y-D-E-0024, or you can never shoot me an email at Katie at CrossFitNolensville.com. Um, and definitely check out the 615 Throwdown on Instagram. would love to have more support for that event, um, get more people in the Middle Tennessee area and outside involved. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, just want to keep growing and growing and getting more athletes in there, just making it the best event it can be. So yeah yeah well it's awesome well uh thanks for being well, thank you today katie i appreciate it and uh yeah absolutely we'll talk to you another time sounds good thank right. you so much jacob bye hey thanks for listening to the barbell voodoo podcast on your way out please take time to subscribe if you haven't already leave us a five-star review if you liked what you've heard and also leave us a comment let us know what's going on with you if you don't mind stop on instagram give us a little like on the ig at barbell voodoo podcast also you can find me there at fitby40.blog thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time